Hi, this is Emily McIntyre with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 17, Gratitude for the Gap. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Good morning, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I hope you had an amazing Christmas this week. What an awesome time to be celebrating, spending time with family, and just having the best time. We had a good Christmas. We really did. It was so nice being home with just my little kids and spending time with everybody. I still have a little cold, so I'm catching my breath, so bear with me. But um, before we jump into the new year, which everybody's looking toward the new year now, right? They're looking toward their next set of goals. They want to move on. They're excited for a fresh start. Maybe we're going to jump into a fitness program or a nutrition program. Maybe we're going to buckle down and finally start homeschooling our kids or create a chore chart. Maybe we're going to go off after that career or that hobby or that job that we really want or start taking piano lessons. We're excited for the future because the future is open to anything. There is literally no limit on what we can do in the future. And I think I'll talk about that in another podcast. But today, I really want to talk to you about your past. Because the way we think about the past is everything. So as a life coach, I get a lot of questions where people want to know what the difference is between life coaching and therapy or counseling. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with therapy, but from my understanding, therapy is there to help heal from the past, to help uncover what um, experiences and situations happened in your past that kind of formulated a set of thoughts or beliefs that are now affecting you today. And once you've like uncovered those and discovered those, you can start healing from them. And there is such an important place in the world for therapy and counseling. Um, coaching is a little bit different in that it's a little bit more future focused. We ask the questions, now what? What next? How do you want to feel today? Act and show up regardless of your past. And I really love that about coaching because some of us can get stuck in the pain of our past, right? Some of us in our very um, distant past, maybe our childhood, we've experienced some hard things. Maybe we were victims as children of sexual or physical abuse, right? Maybe we had parents who made mistakes because all parents are flawed and we were the ones who experienced the hard side of that flaw. If you have something in your past that happened to you, I don't want to minimize that or take it away from you in any way. But the truth is that your past is not happening right now, right? It happened in the past and the thing that is creating your feelings right now 
is actually the way you are thinking about your past, right? The thoughts that you have about your past. And when we think about our past, it's kind of like giving it a newspaper headline. So a newspaper headline might read, woman raised by very unsupportive and absent parents is doomed to be a terrible mother herself right? It's catching. It's like a newspaper headline. So when we are looking at our past, there's usually some type of headline that we could wrap our whole story of our past into in a certain area or another. And it helps us get an idea for how we are telling the story of our past. Because even though there are facts and specific things that happened in our past, there are a lot of parts of our past that are story that are the, what we make it mean about us, right? It's very doom and gloom, right? We say the parents were unsupportive and absent, and now I am doomed to not be a very good mom myself. That's a newspaper headline, okay? And our headlines fall into three main categories. They fall into, I was gypped, like something went wrong. Some version of things went the way they were not supposed to go, okay? Number two, I was not enough, right? The newspaper headline to the book, I was not enough. And all of us can find so many pages to write in this book of I was not enough. I made a mistake. I fell short. I was not enough. Or they didn't love me because I was not enough. I was not lovable enough all of our book will start to fill in pages for this story, I was not enough. And the third headline title usually will fall into, it's not fair. It's not fair puts us in the victim role, okay? And I don't mean to say that you are a victim because some of you were victimized, right? As children, you are victimized. But When we put ourselves in the victim role today as adults, we are also putting somebody in the villain role. And victim just means that we don't have any power. We're putting ourselves in the story in our place of not having any power to change it. Okay? So these three story headlines, it's not fair, I wasn't enough, I was gypped, tend to read very dramatically and they don't tend to help us move forward. And we can apply these even to things that happened in the very recent past. So as we look back over our year of 2019, before we move on to our new goals, it's super important that we look back to 2019 and we redefine our story. What's the title of your story when it comes to your goals? What are you saying about your weight loss goal that you went after in 2019? What are you saying about your goal to yell us at your kids or about your goal to be a better disciple of Christ and read your scriptures more or about your goal to be more involved in your community or to be a better daughter or a better wife? What is the title of your story when you think about that? Now, the reason it's so important to look back is because if we don't look back, there are a few things that we miss out on, okay? Number one, we miss out on the opportunity to find joy in our successes. Because when we look back, there will be gains, okay? And I love it because 
Dan Sullivan talks about gaps and gains. He talks about how a gap is the distance from where you landed to your ideal. And ideals are really vague, right? Like an ideal might be, I want to be a more calm and peaceful wife and mom who doesn't yell, who when her husband comes home still has energy to have a conversation with him and to develop that relationship, right? It's a really broad idea of who you want to be. And when we measure where we landed last year on our goals to our ideals, we will always fall short. That's the gap. That's living in the gap, in the space between. And the reason we will always fall short is because that ideal will constantly change. As we get better, our vision of who we can become grows. That's why every time we complete a goal, we almost have always started another goal in our head, right? Maybe we've lost five pounds, but now we want to lose 10 because we know it's possible. And so as we compare where we landed to our ideal, we will always fall short, right? So the goal, Dan Sullivan says, is the way to measure your progress is backward against where you started, not against your ideal. So living in the gain is the idea of measuring your progress from where you started to where you ended, which is so fun, by the way. Because if I look back and I measure my progress of even weight loss from where I started to where I ended, you guys, to be honest, I actually gained weight this year and I had goals to lose weight, but I also got a lot stronger. I can do tons of pull-ups. I can lift way more weight. Um, I've learned a lot about nutrition. I've actually learned a lot about how to manage my mind around the scale that it doesn't mean anything. I've learned how to love my body, which is one of my favorite things. There's been very few times this year where I've gained weight and made it mean something horrible about me. I've actually learned to love my body at every size. Like, oh, this is really cute. Now I look really curvy in this. This is kind of fun. And that's been really neat to watch me do that, right? So when I measure from where I was to where I landed, right, to that space, that gain instead of the gap, I can actually revel in the success. And it's important that we look back and we revel in that success and fuel ourselves to go forward. All right, another reason that we need to look back is because if we don't, we miss out on some really valuable information. So sometimes with weight loss clients, because I know that's a really big goal that comes up in January, so I wanted to hit on that a little bit. But with weight loss clients, they tend to look back Um, and just tell me a very general statement, right? Like I just can't lose weight. Like I basically gained all my weight back. Even like the saying that I told you, which was I actually gained weight. It's not totally accurate. I actually lost weight and gained weight and I actually got really good at losing weight. I know exactly how to lose weight. It's more a matter of me overcoming my desire for sweets because I go about three days and then I stop managing my mind. I stop writing down in my journal and then I start eating foods that I don't particularly want to eat again. So it's not actually true that I just gained weight. So the reason that most of my clients don't want to look back is because they're making it mean something painful about them, right? They just say, I don't know how to lose weight. 
I'm horrible at it. I can't stop eating all these foods when they're in my house. I can't control myself. I'm like a food addict. And they just want to move on and they want a new program, right? They want a new start. They want to try a different shake. I can absolutely relate to this, you guys. And so when they do that, they miss out on a lot of valuable results. So just like how we set really specific goals, right? We also need to look back with really specific intentions and really specific facts. So instead of telling a story about our goals, let's look back and be really factual, right? How much weight did I gain and lose throughout the year, right? What foods did I eat yesterday that created a half pound weight gain? Maybe I drink a lot of water. Maybe it was my time of the month and so I was holding on to water, right? Oh, I lost three pounds when I ate this way for a week. And then I stopped eating that way and then I gained it back. So I actually do know how to lose weight because I wrote it down. I looked back and I can just eat the way I ate last week. So we miss out on valuable information when we are afraid to look back because we make it mean something painful about us. It's the same way with looking into our deep past, right? With family relationships, with mistakes that we've made, that we make mean we are not enough. When we just want to move on and be better, we tend to just take a lot of action in our lives to be a better version of us and stop making mistakes. But what we really need to do is take a peek backward and tell our story in a different way. We need to stop telling this headline story. That sounds really dramatic. That's not serving you today because that's the only thing creating your feelings today. Remember? It's your thoughts today. So instead of telling a headliner that's really dramatic and catches everyone's attention, what if we tell a feature story about your distant past? A feature story is a really exciting, happy kind of heroine story. It might sound something like this. Despite her rocky upbringing and all the challenges she faced, this mom will not stop in raising her kids in a way that she feels they deserve. She is relentless and one to watch out for, right? How does that story make you feel? It's exciting. I'm rooting for her, right? And the trick is that we need to create the emotions that we need to move forward and create our goals, right? Before we can move into 2020 and change the way we parent change the way we speak to our family, change the way we go after weight loss or loving our bodies or loving ourselves. We have to create emotions that will serve us. We can't wait to get there because if we wait to achieve confidence and excitement till after our goal, we will have no fuel to create that goal. So that is why we have to look back in order to create the fuel to move forward. We have to tell a different story about where we landed in our goals last year and about our distant past, things that we think we made mistakes in, things that we think went wrong that shouldn't have happened, right? Or when we feel like we were a victim. Even if we truly were a victim, we have the choice today to make it mean something different about who we are. 
We don't have to put this other person in the villain role in our story and give them all of our power. Today, we get to remake the title of our feature story in the paper, and that's going to fuel us to move forward. Now, I really wanted to talk about this topic today because of the concept of gratitude for the gap. Gratitude is one of the most amazing ways to change our story about the past. One of the ideas that I've been offered to try on that I want to offer to you is that everything happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. Nothing happened wrong. Nothing was a mistake. Everything happened for me, not to me. When I think about my past that way, I start to look throughout the steps of my past of how that perceived challenge actually worked in my favor, right? How was that challenge your greatest classroom? Because when we are trying to live in the gain of our past, right? In that space from where we started to where we've come, that great gain, the best way to get to the gain is to start having gratitude for the gaps, right? And the gaps include those three buckets, where you think you were not enough, where you believe you were gypped or had a life you weren't supposed to have, and where you were victimized in some way. When we have gratitude for those things, when we can retell a story in the way that feels like gratitude, all of a sudden that gap becomes our gain. And so we get to think about those things in a couple different ways. One of them I already offered to you, that everything happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. I absolutely believe that. I don't think things happen to us that aren't supposed to happen to us. And in my personal belief, I don't think that there is a higher power up there moving us around like little chess pieces. What I believe is that we chose to come to earth with free agency, and we wanted it. We wanted the right to choose, which also means we wanted to make mistakes. We wanted to hurt and struggle and have challenges because that's how we would become the next version of us. That's how we would become more like God. We wanted to struggle. So when I was in high school, somebody asked me, How can you believe in a God who would let such horrible things happen on earth? And it was right around the time of a shooting. I can't remember um, what specifically had happened. But I told her the same thing that I've read in the scriptures, which is, I don't know the meaning of all things, but I know that God loves his children. And I also know that I chose to come here and be at the receiving end of other people's mistakes and actions, right? This isn't God feeling frustrated with us and moving us around a chessboard to teach us. This is his grand plan where he steps back and watches and guides and loves us while we make the choices that we begged and fought for before we came to earth. I truly believe that. And my favorite part about the gap is that we cannot make up the gap 
without a savior, without a higher power. The gap is there and I am truly grateful for it because it makes me reach out to something greater than me. And even if you don't believe in a savior, you can reach out to family and friends. A gap in your life allows you to pull other people into your life, to have forces stronger than you lift you up and to teach you to be humble enough to let those people and things into your life. It's such an amazing thing. It creates connection. It creates need. It's everything we're here to do, to connect. And so when I say gratitude for the gap, I am so grateful, not only that things happened for me, but that I have a need for others, but that, that I fall short and I need friends and family and advice and help. And I need self-help books and to learn from other coaches. And I need a husband who um, can listen to me or a child to give me a hug. This creates connection. And it's one of the greatest gifts. And on top of that, it allows me to recognize my weakness without a savior. And it's kind of an incredible, humbling and vulnerable feeling to need something, to need somebody, right? And vulnerability is kind of an incredible, wonderful feeling. I think a lot of us mistake in vulnerability for weakness, But people who are vulnerable and allow others to serve them and reach out to the Savior and use the atonement to be enough, to feel gratitude for a life they thought they shouldn't deserve, or even to forgive those who you have put in the villain role, who possibly victimized you. The Savior and the atonement covers all of that. And vulnerability makes your life rich. When you have to experience a gap in your life and you need others, your life becomes full and rich. Now, the last thing I want to talk about when we talk about um, living in the gain by having gratitude for the gap is entitlement. This has been on my mind this week because as I was laying in yoga today and we were meditating at the end and trying to release all thoughts and feel very present. And she said, just feel grateful that you exist. It brought me back to when I was meditating on the beach a couple years ago in Hawaii. I sat there for like 60 minutes, which is really rare for me. I'm quite the busybody, <laughs> if you guys know me. <laughs> and I don't sit still very long. I even have a hard time reading a book because I don't like being away from people. I'm really an extrovert. And I remember sitting on the beach in Hawaii and thinking, I am so grateful just to be here, to get to be me, to get to be present. And I thought, if I can be grateful for just being, then everything else is gravy, is easy, is amazing, right? How much gratitude can I have for my life if I'm just grateful to exist? And I thought about all the times that I feel entitled to a particular circumstance in my life. And this thought comes up a lot when it comes to like sickness or illness or like a sprained ankle or when my kids are sick. I think that I feel entitled to a life free of sickness, 
like this shouldn't be happening to me. This is hard. Or when I have a challenging relationship, I have found that I believe I'm entitled to people being easier, loving me easier. I'm such a nice person, right? I should have really easy relationships. And sometimes I feel entitled to have kids who are loving, who get along with each other, who speak respectfully to me, right? I've taught them well. I'm entitled to that. And when I put that word entitled before it, it kind of gives it a different perspective for me. Like, no, no, no. I'm not supposed to have all those things. And like I said before, in actuality, I actually want challenge. And I'm just forgetting that now my challenge is coming through a cold. Or maybe it's coming through an excess of laundry when you add a fourth kid. That was challenging. (laughs) Still is. We have so much laundry all the time. Maybe it's coming because we got a dog, right? Maybe it's coming because your husband got a new job or you had to move. Where in your life do you feel entitled like you shouldn't have to go through something? And I just want you to recognize that maybe you should. If you can't get to a place where you are grateful for your circumstances and you see how it's making you better, especially when we're in the thick of it right now, when right now feels like the hard part, you might not be able to see all the blessings. But what if you could just see why, of course, you're not entitled to have it easy. And in fact, you don't want it to be easy. Maybe it's not amazing and you don't want to feel grateful for it, but maybe you do want it, right? Maybe it is hard, but you're not entitled for it to be easy. And in fact, you don't want it to be easy. I know I said the same thing like six times just now, but I just wanted to keep saying it in different ways to help you guys understand that for me, entitlement doesn't really come from money. I don't feel entitled to have a certain amount of money or things. But I have noticed I feel entitled to a certain experience of life and a certain amount of joy. And here's my most favorite part. When you let go of the entitlement of what your past should have been and what kind of goals you should have been able to hit, and you let go of that entitlement, what happens is you feel joy. The opposite of joy truly is resistance to your life believing things should be different than they are. As soon as you accept that things are the way they are, they always were supposed to be that way. Nothing was supposed to be different. As soon as you can accept that, all of a sudden resistance turns to joy. And now you have the fuel to go forward with 2020 and ask the questions that I ask my clients. Now what? What next? How do I want to feel, think, and act to show up this year, because now I have the fuel of joy, of gratitude, right? And no more entitlement. And I can move forward. You guys, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and have a really wonderful, happy new year. And I will talk to you guys next week. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to LimitlessFemaleCoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.